Welcome to Beacon Baptist Church of Lexington, South Carolina. We trust today's podcast will be a blessing to you. chapter 17 verse 8 and the word of the Lord came unto him saying arise get thee to Zarephath if you want to write in your Bible there is the go which belongeth to Zidon and dwell there I don't know if you remember last year I preached a message in this text on being there. Yes, sir. There. For you to do something for missions, you've got to be there. Amen. And then it says this in verse 9, Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. And there is the word sustain. So in one verse you see go and sustain. So he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks, and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but an handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not. May I say to everyone that is about to get a card, Fear not. Amen. Amen. Fear not. Go and do as thou hast said. But make me therefore a little cake first. Hmm. Can I ask a question here? I'm, I'm going to see really how you love your pastor. How many of you would give first to your pastor and leave your son hungry. Probably none of us. 
let me put pastor in a pickle here. <laughs> Let's say Wyatt is starving. And I came to you and said, Preacher, give to me first. That's hard, ain't it? That's, that's pretty rough. So we see here, he says, Therefore, a little cake first, verse 13 at the end, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruse of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah. And she and he and her house Amen. did eat what? Many days. Many days. And the barrel mill wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he had spake by Elijah. Father, thank you so much for this opportunity. Lord, we are so honored. Thank you for each missionary that is here the Perkins, the Martins, the Sears, God used them in their different areas of mission. And God, we ask you for Brother Daniel there doing the work of the Lord together with our dear missionary Josh. Yes. And Lord, we ask you that you would use these missionaries. Lord, use us for your honor and for your glory. And we ask you, Lord, that you'd please help us tonight to be a blessing to your dear people. In your precious and holy name we ask you. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to try my best to be brief. I know we got a lot before us, okay? Elijah faced a crisis. Cherith dried up. There was no rain because of the judgment of God and sometimes even innocent people suffer when God judges. A hundred miles northwest of Cherith was a town called Zarephath. In that city was a widow nearly out of food. A widow would be one of the first to suffer in a drought. Elijah and this widow woman needed help in a hurry. God had a plan to help. Churches and missions both need help. I want you to understand that. And God has a plan for the church and missions. Right. Yes, sir. But help will only come because of obedience. First of all, I want you to see the plan here. 
Obedience must be seen in two ways. First, he said to uh, Elijah, Arise, get thee to Zarephath. The will of God was revealed to Elijah through the Word of God. It was very clear. It says, The Word of the Lord came to Elijah and said, Get thee to Zarephath. You know, the Bible is very clear in Romans 28, uh, verses 18, 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with with you always, even unto the end of the world. God wants the whole world to hear the gospel. Right. Young people need to be obedient to the Word of God. Now, you need to understand this. This was a humbling experience for Elijah. Imagine going to Zarephath and asking a little widow woman that has one more meal for herself and son, what a humiliating experience. Would you say so? You want to hear something humiliating for missionaries? Missionaries depend on churches. Calling pastors. Some of them are looking at me and smiling because they know what I'm going to say. Sometimes you feel like you're being rejected. Not every pastor is like Joshua Lawson. Right, right, right. And y'all can say this. I've had some pastors say, I am so tired of missionaries calling me. I, I had, you, you can ask my wife. I had a pastor tell me that. That's humiliating to us. You know, when I joined uh, uh, BIMI in 1991, and whew, boy, that's been a long time, uh, they told me, they said, uh, Terrell, you need to spend eight hours on the phone calling pastors. Mm hmm. <laughs> that wasn't easy. When you call 20 pastors, and one marks a meeting. It's humiliating. It's humiliating. And I'm not giving a pity party to these missionaries, but I'm just saying so the church can understand, just like the situation of Elijah was humiliating, you know, missionaries go through that. And uh, uh, let me ask you this, how would you feel having 40 to 50 bosses? You probably say, I can't stand the one I got. <laughs> but that's what missionaries have. Sure. In some sense, 
they have 40 to 50 bosses. If you don't send a letter, send or we drop. It's humiliating. It's humiliating. Uh, uh, so that, that is what Elijah was going through. And it took faith for Elijah. Uh, can you imagine getting uh, to Zarephath and meeting this little widow woman and she says, you know, I've only got one meal for me and my son. And can you imagine the faith that it took from Elijah to go to this lady and say, I want you to go and fetch for me. I want you to go and give to me first. Hmm. That's, that's pretty hard. But that was all in God's plan. You see, uh, uh, missionaries go through this. They have to take a step of faith. Uh, they have to go to the field. Uh, they have to go to Iceland or Mongolia or, or Africa taking a step of faith. Right. Not knowing what's going to happen next. What do you do when a uh, church, and I've always said this, my dad taught me one thing. If you have a church that supports you for six, seven hundred dollars, count that as an extra. Because if he drops you, you're in trouble. And that's happened. That's happened. What do you do? Well, the missionary, he lives by faith. And it took faith uh, from Elijah. But look at this also here. We see uh, that God said, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain you. We see here in this text two commandments. Go and sustain. We either go or help go. That is God's plan to meet the need of the world and the churches or either you go or you sustain so that one can go. Right. That's God's plan. That is what God wants us to do. To meet the need of this world. This is why we are having missions conference. This is why I preach missions conferences. God knows how to meet the need of the world through the church. This is his plan. Right, man. But you could say, Brother Terrell, this is kind of inconvenient. Here's a poor widow woman gathering sticks to eat her last meal. And big old Elijah comes and says, Ma'am, would you go fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel? She is full of sorrow. She is full of despair. Her situation is desperate. Then he says in verse 11, and he, she said, And the Lord thy God liveth. I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel. He, she says, I just have so much. Right. It seems to be inconvenient. Right. 
But she had been commanded by God before Elijah gave the command in verse 9. Arise, and, and at the end says, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. Amen. Ain't that good? Amen. Hey, God's still on the throne, folks. Right. Hey, you say, we don't know what's going to happen tonight. God does. Amen. He knows exactly who's going to obey and who's going to disobey. He knows exactly the ones that are going to say, I'm going to give more, and some that are going to say, I'm not going to do this. He knows exactly that. He knows what uh, uh, is happening. And you may even say, you know, Brother Terrell, a missions conference is so inconvenient to some. Uh, we have to dress up to church every night. Sometimes you can't even eat your supper before you have to come to church. It just seems in convenient. But God said, go and sustain. Not only inconvenient, but it may seem irresponsible. Somebody may say, well, who is Elijah to go to a poor little widow woman that only has one meal and, and, and take away from them so he can eat? Who do he think he is? He's God's choice servant. God had a plan. God not only wanted to show Elijah something by him going, but he wanted to show the widow woman something by sustaining. And that's what I want to show to you today. Uh, if you're going, God will take care of you. Uh, it may seem different. Some things may seem awkward. But let me tell you something. If God's called you to go to the field, you go because God has separated those that will sustain you as you go. As you go. So that's the plan. But secondly, look at the panic. Verse 12. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me, and my son, that we may eat and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first. She is told to give Elijah first. May I say this? We should always give our tithe and faith promise first. Are you, are you listening to me? 
We don't wait to see what's left over to see if we can give. We give God first. And then we see God take care of the rest. I think that's a better deal. And he said to the lady, go and get me some food first. So she could have said, uh, surely God wants me to take care of my son. There are times that what God wants us to do does not make sense. Listen to this. A man said one time, human reasoning is never to have priority over the Word of God. And Elijah looks at the lady and says, fear not. Fear not. How many of us have had fear of giving to faith promise? The economy, gas prices, and etc. Food going up and uh, things being higher priced. I never forget in Brazil, uh, uh, people, uh, one day a bag of rice is a dollar, and then because of the economy the next day, a bag of rice is $10. That's how unstable. But how many times I've seen our people... I've seen little widow ladies come in with flip-flops to church. Didn't have money to buy a good, nice pair of shoes. But boy, she was faithful to her tithe and her faith promise. You know, I had a lady one time, uh, this same lady, she came to me and she said during our missions conference, she said, Pastor, uh, could I give a testimony? And I said, yes, ma'am, you can. She came to the front. She had very simple clothing on, flip-flops on, and she got up and she said, I just wanted to tell you all today that last year I said to the Lord, I'll give such and such if you'll provide and she said I promised it she said I didn't know how I was going to do it I was just saying Lord if you want me to go hungry I'll go hungry but I'm trusting you and then a big smile come on her face and she'd say you know what God provided. And I was able to give my faith promise. Hey, this is not a lady that has a, a, a lot of riches. Oh, you may go to her house and it. Uh, some of the rooms may be just a clay floor and just rustic and rough floors. But they got the vision. God said, are you go or are you sustain? Preacher. Uh, the people that we're going to, and I say this to all the missionaries, you ought to be ashamed of yourself if you don't give to faith promise. Amen. Right. Amen. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Amen. My dad's always said this, and I've said it before. A missionary is a hypocrite that goes to a church and asks for money, and he don't give to faith right. promise. Right. 
He's a hypocrite if he goes to a country and says, you know, our people are just too poor to give to faith promise. Really? Have you read 2 Corinthians 8? Right. Amen. The Macedonians were deep poverty, and they gave, and they were an example to a church that had all the money they needed, the Corinthian church, but they were faithful. They didn't panic. They didn't worry about it. They just trusted the Lord, and they knew that was God's plan because God's plan is go or sustain. Amen. Amen. Sustain. So, last point. Aren't you glad I don't have ten points? <laughs> like Friday. Last point. The plan, the panic, the priority. What is the priority? Both sides obey. That's just simple. Go, sustain. Sustain so they can go. That's just simple. Here's a lady. She had one meal. But look at this. Look first of all at the providence of God. Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. He said in verse 9, I have commanded a woman there to sustain thee. In verse uh, uh, 10, the widow woman was there. Well, ain't that good? She was exactly where God wanted her to be. I mean, uh, Elijah didn't have to go into Zarephath and say, listen, uh, do y'all know of a little widow woman that has only one meal uh, that provide for her son and her, and then they're going to die? Do y'all know of anybody that? Because I'm supposed to eat her meal first. <laughs> They'd say, are you crazy? <laughs> No, but when the chariot dried up, the word of the Lord came to Elijah and said, Elijah, you go to Zarephath, and when you get there, I have already commanded a widow woman. I wish they had a name. Miss Mary, the widow woman. I got one of my servants coming here. And I want you to go. But like some Christians would say, but, but God, you don't understand. I only got one meal for me and my son. God said, Mary, a fictitious name. My servant's coming. And I want you to go there and meet him. 
And I want you to sustain him. She says, okay. That's what you want, sir. That's what I'll do. And she's picking up a few sticks to make the last meal. And Elijah comes and meets this widow woman. God's plan is perfect. Guys, listen to me. You will never go wrong in going or sustaining. Never go wrong. You will never go wrong. Uh, you might go wrong if you don't. You'll lose blessings. Have you, had ever, have, you, have you ever had something that you wish you had done? Have you had something? I wish I had invented the airplane. Well, that would be great. I, you know. But it wasn't me. But I do say I wish I had of. But you know what? I don't want to be a wish I had of. When it comes to missions. Amen. When somebody gets up and says, Hey, I'm so glad as I received a message today that someone said, I wanted to give a lot more than my husband wanted me to give. And, and, and uh, when he wrote the card, he gave the amount that I had spoken about. And the Lord has blessed. We got our bills paid. We got money in the bank account. God has been good. And you know, some people sit and say, I wish I could do that. Well, you can. You can. These guys are going. And you sustain like this widow woman. So as there's the providence of God. But look at the power of God. The widow was to give to God first. And she would see the power of God. I need an offering plate. Somebody get me an offering plate, please. Elijah comes and says, ma'am. She says, I, I've only got one meal for me and my son and we're going to die. Elijah says, would you go fix that meal and give to me first? Who do you think you are? No, she says, yes, sir. That's exactly what I'll do. So she goes to her barrel and gets the last little bit that she had and cooks it and brings it to Elijah and she's saying this is it after this me and my son are dead here you go servant of God what 
day. I have had people come to me that I didn't, that I knew they didn't have money. And give me money so I could buy some Bibles. There's a lady in our church in Brazil. She came to my dad with her graduation ring. And there in Brazil, for you to have a graduation ring, it takes years after you graduate to buy one. And she came to my dad and she said, Preacher, I want to give my graduation ring to help. And my dad took her hand and said, No, Moza, please don't do that. And she said, Pastor, I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> I'm giving it to God. Don't you believe that widow woman was like that? Well, I tell you, it just thrills me to see that that widow woman would do such a thing. Well, she's going home. This is it. No more food to fix. And she goes to the barrel and says, Wow. Look what's there. Amen. And she gets it and gets the oil and prepares a cake for her and her son Amen. and Elijah. Well, we don't have any more for tomorrow. And I don't believe, preacher, that God just filled a mountain of oil. And no, I don't believe that. Faith don't work that way. I believe the next day she went over there Yes. Yes. We still got food. And she fixed another cake. And the Bible says that God provided for that little widow woman until rain came. And that was about two years. God every single day showed his power. Let me tell you something, folks. When you go, God will show his power. But when you sustain, God will show his power. God will show his power. Oh, God provided for that lady. Man, it just gives me chill bumps, preacher, to think that lady going to that and say, Woo! He did it again! Hey, do you think that little widow woman had a shouting spell? I guarantee you she did. I would, and I'd go there. It's going to be empty. No, it isn't. Well, glory. Well, glory. Hallelujah. He did it again. Hey, let me tell you something. When you sustain, God will do the same for you. He'll do the same. So remember... Or you go, or you sustain. God help us. I'm in a position that I'm going, Amen. but I want to sustain. Amen. I want to help missionaries. Right. Amen. I want to give 
so missionaries can go. I can't wait. Brother Perkins goes to the tabernacle. <laughs> Miss Perkins said, I'm nervous. I have to be nervous. Tabernacle is a church that loves missionaries. Amen. You know why? Because God told our pastor one day, there are those that are going. Tabernacle Baptist Church needs to sustain. 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 Can I ask you this, this tonight as I finish? Are you willing to go or sustain? There might be some young person here tonight that can say, Brother Terrell, I'm willing to go wherever God wants me to go. Can I tell you something, young person? If you say, God, I want to go, He'll have somebody to sustain you. Right. Amen. It's just biblical. Brother Terry, you've been on the mission field more than 30 years. Do you have any regrets? Absolutely not. Amen. Do I look like I'm hungry? <laughs> no. I need to take Brother Sears with me to Brazil. <laughs> His wife's back there saying, no. <laughs> hey, God's been good. Good to me. You know why? Because when I was 12 years old, I said, God, I'll go. I'll preach. My dad came to me at 13 years old and said, Son, God called you to preach. I said, Yes, sir. He said, you need to get on the ball. Start preaching. So we'd go out into the parks of Brazil. 13-year-old boy. Start preaching on the streets. At one time in our church, we had 12 preacher boys. I mean, just on fire to preach. And Dad would put us out in the street, and we'd preach in the streets. i never forget my first message. Actually, my first message was in the church at the end of the year when God called me. Dad said, I want you to preach at the end of the year, which he allowed all the preacher boys to preach. My first message was John 3.16. John 3.16. And my dad told me, he said, son, you got 15 minutes. I said, is that all? Is that all, dad? He said, yeah, you got 15 minutes. So I got up and I preached and preached and preached and preached and preached. And I preached and preached and preached. I even forgot about the time. And I sit beside my dad and I said, Dad, how long did I preach? He said, seven minutes. <laughs> Boy, aren't you, don't you wish I could do that now? <laughs> seven minutes. That's all. 
Oh boy, I tell you, God said go. And God's given me churches like this church. And I am so grateful. Pastor, I'm so grateful. I am so grateful that you have sustained us. I know it's not easy. But God says go or sustain. Thank you for making us part of your day. We would love to hear from you. Please find us on Facebook or at our website, bbclexington.com. Okay.